Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I was here yesterday, 8.30 to 9, but it's Super Bowl Sunday. So Mitch Rosenson, what you doing a three-hour show? Do some sports betting conversation, 9 a.m. to noon. So that's why I am here right now. Uh, at noon o'clock, we have Anthony Heron and Mark Rohde stepping in. They will preview Super Bowl 53 from noon to 3. Then we hand it off to Westwood 1. And the Super Bowl pregame starts. What's kickoff around 5.30, 5.28? They always move it around there. Uh, then you can hear the game. If you have to leave your party, stay right here, 6.70. We're going to have the game for you uh, if you have to leave at any point in time. And, you know, how they drag this out on a work night, I get it. If it's not a close game, if you do have to leave your place, especially if you have kids. So keep it right here on 6.70, the score, all day long. Um, going to Shane Irving in just a moment. I apologize ahead of time. I should do this. If you've viewed or listened to the Dan Patrick show, Shane Irving is a staple. He became a friend a few years ago. Uh, dude is absolutely awesome. So after Shay, if you guys have any questions, any opinions that you have on this game or prop bets, the phone lines are open. 312-644-6767. Shay's not going to take up the whole segment. 312-644-6767. Text messages also 67011. I'm on Twitter at Joe0670, at Joe0670. Our producer today, Eli Hershkovich, he is on Twitter as well. He's one of the top 50 gambling follows. Gambling Twitter, is it called? Yes. According to thebiglead.com, Eli Hershkovich named top 50 in the world, according to Vic Choksi. Just saying. I know somebody else that was on the list. Were we the only two people in Chicago on the list? I think so. Is Jaffe from Chicago? No. Okay, then yes. <laughs> Jaffe. <laughs> it's a whole other story. We don't have time for that. We've got to get to my guy, Shay. All right, Shay used to live in Chicago, believe it or not. The guy's been all over the country. Huge Cowboys fan, and he has a lot of props, and he's getting down on. Shay, the last time I saw you was about two years ago at a bar. And you're doing the thing where you keep pushing back the time of when you were going to go home for your daughter's birthday. Oh, yeah. It was St. Patty's Day, wasn't it? Yeah, we were there for the second day of the NC2A tournament. Well, uh, I opened that bar up that day. I was there about 10 a.m., and I had to wake up the bartender and start getting tequila going. That was a bad day. The roommate thought I was in a great place. She had no problem with it. But, man, I was trashed. Do you miss Chicago? I do. I'm in Chicago. I, I, yeah, I do. I really do. You know how expensive it is to find a good drug dealer in Connecticut? How much more? A lot more. There's no real highway system here, and you get taxed with the New York drug prices. In Chicago, is a big hub, you know what I mean? So we go to Chicago, and then we go throughout the Midwest. New York's like the end destination. Nothing's making it to Montreal anymore. So you have to pay New York prices and get stepped on every single way. It's just, you know, nobody thinks about that kind of stuff until you have to deal with it. Talk. You just messed me up right there because you gave out your location, and on Twitter, the location says Nunya. 
That's true. That's the problem. Uh, <laughs> All right. So Jerry Jones says that Jason Garrett is not on shaky ground, but he's also not getting a contract extension. What's your reaction? I haven't talked to Jesus in a personal way in a long time, but I've started a conversation because of this. If I could just get Sean Payton to come home to Texas and be closer to his kids, it would change my life 180 degrees. Joe, it would be a, a whole different world for me if the ginger was gone and Sean was in. I wouldn't give a damn if they threw it 150 times a game if Sean Payton was the one who saw the vision. It's unbelievable how far your Cowboys got this season with zero offensive minds in the organization. It makes no sense. Anybody who watches football and felt like giving a damn about football, you could essentially predict what Linehan was going to call with the ginger's blessing. It's first and ten. There's Hell, there's 11 in the box. I got an idea. Run it right up the gut. Let's run the damn ball. And I'm a big proponent of running the ball, but you can't be freaking stupid about it, right? I mean, it was the, the most rudimentary offense I've ever seen in my life at the NFL level. Do you know what Dak is? What are you talking about? I'm just saying, do you, do you have an idea? Do you think Dak's going to be a, a middle-of-the-road quarterback, or is he just completely held back by a lack of innovation? I think if he doesn't fix his feet, he's going to be a middle-of-the-road quarterback. His mechanics are still It doesn't look good. I think he's a lot better on the run and rolling out than he is anything else. I, I think he's more of a Russell Wilson-esque quarterback where he's going to have to run and he's going to have to roll out because he's not this pocket passer with the precise accuracy. But if he doesn't trust his offensive coordinator, guess what? He's not going to be throwing the ball before they're out of their break. And he doesn't. So he's waiting on it. He's throwing picks. And so he got bad accuracy. He just didn't look good. He was good all year, really, until the end. I mean, I got to give the kid some credit. He really pulled it out at the end of the year in that playoff win. He did. I was, I was shocked. How was your season in the NFL? Well, the only thing that kept me afloat was the first half unders for the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not kidding. Yeah. I think it was like a 11 and three or 11 and. It was something. It was something decent. That's the only thing that kept me afloat. I got smoked. College football wasn't any better, man. I got murdered. But now it's time for props. Let's go. Well, okay, how many bets today are going in? Okay, today that already went in. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Thirteen so far that have, no, fourteen. I got the pass minus two like an idiot a while ago. Yeah, but that's just today. That doesn't, listen, the problem with the Super Bowl is I drink all day and I can call my bookie or use his stupid website with the push of a button on the iPhone. That's the biggest mistake I've ever – it's bad. Just wait till it's legal. I mean, it doesn't, uh-huh. it doesn't even matter, but, yeah, it, it's it's happening. Okay, how many how many are going to go in? It's probably about 50, about 40 <laughs> to 50. It's going to happen. Uh, All right, give, uh, give the early odds listeners picks that are in right now. Okay, all right. Over 200 million social media impressions after the game. Yes. That's plus 100. Heads on the coin toss, obviously. Romo Nance mentioned the spread, plus 500. That's a yes. Sunday morning, uh, the Dow is down. After, or no, Monday morning after the Super Bowl, Dow is down. Yes. If there's a streaker on the field, who tackles him first? Other is plus 400. I hit that. And other would not be a ref, a player, or a coach. So I'm thinking ball boy, right? Or uh, one of the celebrities they got on the sideline. You got to remember, there's a whole lot of people from Los Angeles at this game, Joe. Let me smoke marijuana and jumping on the field, doing crazy. That's what happens. 
liquid form of the coach, blue plus 400. I put the uh, alternate under 49 and a half plus 225 over a minute 35 of the national anthem. Yep, Gronk, no hand over his heart during the national anthem. I know he loves America, but he's also real stupid, so he might just forget. That's plus 300. Uh, roughing the passer gets called. Yep, that's a plus 105. Uh, Aaron Donald sack before Brady interception. Yes, plus 110. That's what I got. That's where I'm at. All right. <laughs> the Gronk rationale is perfect. Uh, what's your pick on the game? I got pass minus two right now. I don't even like it anymore. I think the under is going to – under, what is it, 56 and a half right now? What's 57, 56 and a half? Yeah. Yeah, I think that unders all day. I don't, I don't care. I think they're going to be forced to run the ball more uh, than they want. The Rams, they're going to have to. But here's the thing. Brandon Cooks and uh, what's his name, Woods, have the same over-under in the amount of yards that they're getting. It's like 76 and a half. I'm on Cooks under. Yeah, that don't make any damn sense to me yeah. on either one of them. They can't take the top off of that defense at all. Neither one of those receivers. Like, Cooks is the only one that has a chance to break one. Woods ain't out running nobody, right? It makes sense because people are going to step up and bet overs on everything today. Yeah, I don't. I like the under. I like. I, I think it's going to be a slower pace game. I think the total is going to come in closer to like forty-four, maybe thirty-four. I don't. I can see a twenty-one, thirteen all day happening there. Jared Goff has not proven himself. Sean McVay is a god. Jared Goff in that offense has not proven himself. And the Patriots, as far as facing the defensive line, this is as good as it gets for what they've seen. Right? I mean. Pass rush and all that. Yeah, up up the gut where they. Uh, I mean, yeah. yeah. Good yeah. luck. Did you make an MVP bet? Running back would be an MVP. That's the one I'm thinking on right there. I think an MVP that makes the most sense to me with the most payout is Aaron Donald. It's like plus seven hundred or something. I've seen eighteen to one. Oh my god! G- give me oh your, my god. give me your thoughts on this one for a super Stop. super long shot. A keep to leave one hundred to one. Oh, I like this. If he picks off, pick six Brady to win the game, yep. and, and maybe has a sack or a fumble recovery, they have to give it to him. Oh, that'd be money. Good luck, Shay. Love it. Eli, what are the odds they get fired for that one? They get fired. It's all clean, right? Two to one. Two, what? Two pretty, to one? Pretty good odds here that, you, that you're canned after this one. Oh, I just man. got a text from Mitch. It's over. <laughs> we got all the words out, right? I mean, I don't know. He swears so much. Correct. That's my guy. If you've watched or listened to the Dan Patrick show, you know all about Shan Irving. Total degen. But I love the – I didn't even see the Gronk when he had his hand on his heart during the anthem. He's just betting it because he's dumb. (laughs) That's awesome. Awesome stuff. Uh, Matt Nagy was quoted earlier on in the week. And what he thinks is going to happen in this game. And it could lead to some sides and some prop bets. I'll talk about that in just a moment. Bob and Lyle, you're on Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, Bob. Hey, uh, two prop bets I wanted to ask you guys about. Uh, first one is Rob Gronkowski. Get plus 135 on the under 54.5 receiving yards. Mm-hmm. I know it's Gronk. I know it's the Super Bowl, but he's been not as involved in the offense. Do you know, do you know what one, your site has for the receptions on him? Uh, four and a half. Cause that, yeah, that's been climbing throughout the week. Okay. Yeah. And then I have Rex Burkhead over four and a half carries. I know Belichick tends to ride the hot hand. He's been kind of using the goal line now with the big guys up front for L.A. Maybe he gets more uh, than five carries. 
I'll hang up and listen to your guys' thoughts. Thanks. All right, thank you, Bob. I'll start with the latter. Burke had four and a half rushes. Okay, so this has been odd this year with the Patriots. So you expect the unexpected with Belichick, especially with the running backs and how he handles it. But they used a high draft pick on Sonny Michelle. They've been using him as a workhorse, so it's been a little different. Is that going to continue in the Super Bowl? Typically, when you expect the Patriots to zig, they're always going to zag. Burkhead for four and a half rushes. It's pretty good. There's a lot of risk you're incurring there. A lot of risk. But I understand the thinking. If you think he's going to get five rushes, uh, Bob brought up some goal line work. Yeah, I, I could see that. I could see that. It's not on my list of you know 15 to 20 props that I really like. But I understand your rationale there. Uh, Gronkowski, 54.5 receiving yards, plus 135. I think Gronk's going to have a big game. This might be the last game of his career. I would look to the receptions, even though it's been climbing throughout the week, because at this point, a lot of people are betting it. I would look at over 4.5 receptions before I go to the yards. Gronk's going to have to have a big game. And once you start to break it down and some of the weaknesses in the Rams' defense, Gronk over the middle, I think, can definitely happen. So I do like the Gronk and receptions, but I've seen it. The juice is pretty high. So if you can get a decent price on that, uh, that's not a bad look either. Okay. Some good looks. If we're looking Patriots offense and any over propositions, I would take a look at Tom Brady over completions at 26 and a half. I know McNeil and Parkins were on that. We were talking about that a little bit on Friday a couple of years ago. I know that was a shootout against Atlanta. Brady had 43 completions. He's gone over 26 and a half in his last five Super Bowl starts. So I like that because with the Patriots offense, there's just so many different ways to go. Nailing down a prop over is very difficult. I mentioned it to Shea that I like the Cooks under receiving yards. I think that's a decent option if you want to take a look there. Why? Because the Patriots know Cooks. They're not going to let him beat the Pats deep, right? They're going to jam him at the line, and the number is about the same as Woods. I don't see that happening. So what Belichick always does is everybody say, whatever you do best, they're going to take that away. Now, we don't even know what Todd Gurley's status is. He was on the field for four rushes in the NFC Championship game. Don't know if he's healthy, not on the injury report. So if you're the Patriots looking at the Rams right now, what is their biggest strength? It's probably Brandon Cooks and a guy you know inside and out. So you're not going to let him beat you. I think that's going to be the guy that they're targeting. So I like the under yardage there. Earlier in the week, it was in the mid-70s. Now it's in the lower 70s. I still think he goes under that. So uh, that would be a look that I would take a look at with props. You know what? Matt Nagy had some interesting things to say to SI's Albert Breer. And we can use these in betting if you believe in Nagy, right? We'll talk about that next. And also, Dustin Rhodes, the executive producer of the Mully and Haas show, will join me on his favorite props. He's got angles on everything. Early odds with you. My name's Joe Ostrowski. You've got the score. Super Bowl coverage on the score is presented by Sprint. Sprint, a brighter future for all. Before we get to Dustin Rhodes and his uh, top prop bets of the day, happy Super Bowl Sunday, everyone. Joe Ostrowski with you. Early odds, a Saturday morning, 8.30 to 9 a.m. show uh, with you for Super Bowl Sunday. 
Looking at Sports Illustrated this week, here's Albert Breer talking to Matt Nagy. When I asked Nagy about stars like Todd Gurley and Brandon Cooks matching up on the New England defense, he said they'll have a good plan for those guys for sure. So whether it's your third guy or your fourth guy, if you have a matchup that you like, then that's where you can get them. Your other guys have to make plays when given opportunities. That's Nagy. Last year in the Super Bowl, that was Corey Clement for the Eagles, and it's why when I asked Nagy for an X-factor for the Rams, he said he'd take Robert Woods and Gerald Everett, guys who will get less attention and may draw the kinds of matchup Nagy reference. Then I asked for the Patriots X-factor, and similar logic applied. Here's Nagy. I think it's Chris Hogan. He didn't do a whole lot against the Chiefs, but he's sneaky good. He could have a big game. He's good against zone defense. And they're going to have a plan for Edelman so I could see him having a nice game. So if you trust in Matt Nagy and how he exposes weaknesses in opposition, he just told you right there. Look at Everett and Woods on the Rams and look at Hogan on the Patriots. So how can we use this to our advantage? I mentioned that I like Brandon Cooks under. Okay, and it sounds like Nagy might think the same. Go to Woods and Everett's side. Actually, let's go over most receiving yards. Most receiving yards for the game. Of these three names that were mentioned, Woods is 5-1, to one, Hogan 12-1, to one, Everett 16-1. to one. Everett's not going to get the most receiving yards. He could get first touchdown. He could go over on some of the numbers, but I don't think he ends up going because of the tight end position, then it's Everett. He's going to go over for the game. But could Hogan have the most receiving yards at 12-1? to one? That's a possibility. Here are the props for the receiving yards. Everett is 24 and a half. Hogan is 40 and a half. And Woods is 74 and a half. That's 74 and a half, a little high. But Everett and Hogan, worth a look. I prefer these, the receptions. Everett, two and a half. Three is a winner on the over. Hogan is at three. Blackjack Fletcher mentioned Hogan, three receptions earlier. It's actually one that I have marked down too. So I'm probably going to place a bet on that one. And then the Woods, five and a half. Need to get six, a little bit tougher. But if you trust Nagy, these are a few names that he threw out there. He sees X factors. Some of the back, you know, the third and fourth options. Woods, Hogan, and Everett. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, for any of them, you could look at first touchdown of the game, too. Uh, Everett was, I believe, 28 to 1. He didn't say Higby, but I know a lot of sharp betters are on Tyler Higby. Another Rams tight end, he's around 28-1. to 1. If you're looking for a long shot, Cordell Patterson, maybe he starts the game off with a kickoff return for a touchdown. He's around 30. Uh, earlier in the week, he was around 50 on some websites. So you might want to look around there. So there, there's some different options. Matt Nagy, if you t- take a look into it, he's telling you what you should do with your prop bets. I grabbed Dustin Rhodes after the Million Haas show on Friday because this guy does extensive research. Loves the Super Bowl prop bets, including stuff that happens before the actual game uh, kicks off. What was the one sport he bet on, like Russian basketball? He got a tip. Oh, it was like Russian women's basketball wasn't televised. He found some stream of it online to watch it. He got a tip on on a game. He played it. And he said it was one of the easiest cash that he's ever had as far as sports betting. But here's Dustin. 
Dustin, now it can be so overwhelming. There are some sports books offering over a thousand prop bets, so many ways to <laughs> bet it. And now you, you throw in the cross sports stuff. I'm like, okay. It's enough. I only have right. so much time, and then I'm checking prices on different books. The cross prep stuff is so much fun, it's though, fun. Those, those bets. We've been lucky. We've gotten to go to Vegas for a couple of Super Bowls and actually be in the sports book early in the morning. So you're, you're watching those sports that are involved in the cross sports stuff. That's when I think you can really get on board with that kind of stuff. But I agree. When you're sitting on your couch or you're in your basement or whatever, you're, however you take this all in, it's just, it's so much stuff. That's why, Joe, I've kind of narrowed this thing down. I, I think it's going to be a super tight game, low scoring. I've got Patriots 23, Rams 20. You and I were talking before this. Patriots winning, but we really like the Rams' chances, right? So I think the best bet for the, the game itself is a teaser. So you take the Rams and eight and a half or nine points, jack that total up, and bet the under. There's nothing worse, though, than watching a Super Bowl and cheering under. But that's what I really think is going to happen. So we're going to zero in on the kickers. This is going to be a kicking game. That being said, I love this. This is my might be my favorite one. First score of the game, touchdown, is minus 190. Any other score, plus 170. I am all over that. Any other score other than a touchdown is plus 170. And I think field goal, it's going to be a field goal fest. I love that bet. I think that is a awesome, awesome value. You don't see a lot of plus 150s, plus 170s on these props unless you start getting really goofy, right? I like that too because early in the game, and the Patriots have a history of this, teams feel each other out. Absolutely. And three total points. It's unbelievable. Three total points. In the last eight Super Bowls for New England Crazy in the stat. first quarter. Crazy stat. Well, look the at same. them Look at them against the Chiefs. They should have blown the Chiefs out. The Chiefs' defense was a sieve all year, right? Yeah. But what happened? They moved the ball down the field, and then they ran out of gas. Field goal, field goal. Right? They held them to field goals. I think that the Rams' defense is better than the Chiefs' defense. So that's why I think oh, yeah. that's also first quarter, to your point. First quarter, will a field goal be made? Yes. Plus 170. What? Plus 170, will a field goal be made? Not Rams, Patriots. Yeah. Assuming I read it right, and I think I did. I've been looking at this as long as you have, right? Plus one. Also, third period, because again, same thing. They're feeling one. each other. Third period, also plus 170, will a field goal be made? Also, though, for fun. Now, I'm cheering <laughs> for all the overs. So I've got longest uh, total over field goals in the game. Over three and a half is plus 120. So I'm going over there. Each one of the kickers are over one and a half. I want to go over both of those, but for Zerline, the Rams kicker, he's minus 150. So this is the first time in the kicking props that you got to lay 150 to win that 100. So that one maybe, maybe not. It depends on the bankroll. Also, longest field goal in the game, over under 48 and a half yards. This is the one where I'm like, eh, we've heard all week about the Rams kicker having a foot problem. Goskowski's fantastic, but I don't remember him making a ton of 50 yarders, but they are in a dome. You're in a dome, yeah. They're, I don't That's think it. the roof's going to be. I know this is one of these retractable, open, closed. I think, I think it's going to be. So I would bet over just for fun. But here's the other one. With all these field goals, I can see McVeigh at the end of the half or if they just need to make a statement or something, if they're dire to get back in this game, sending Zerline out there for like a 50, 60-yard field goal based on saw, yeah. right, in the NFC Championship yep. game. A missed field goal. Will there be a, not by the Rams, not by the by either team, plus 260. 
Will there be a missed field goal plus 260? I think that's great, too, for fun. Again, these are fun bets, folks. These are these are your $10, $15, $20 bets. These are not $100 bets, for me anyway. That's what that's what these are. These are fun. These are just these are like sitting on the couch while you're watching it. You know, if you're going to make a fifty dollar bet, I make a fifty dollar teaser bet on Rams and the under. I think that's where I put more money because that's all game long, right? But if I only was going to, if I was only going to make one prop bet, and that's the hardest thing. You're doing a fantastic show today. We've got all kinds of opinions. People got the paper and pencil out, and then afterwards you're like. Okay, now what? Now I need get to break overwhelmed. Yeah. all sure. this down. For the value, if you're looking for value, I think first quarter, yes, made field goal at plus 170 is awesome. If you're looking for the safe, fun prop, total over field goals in the game over 3.5 is plus 120. Those would be the two places if you're only going to make five prop bets, maybe 25 bucks a piece, that's where at least $25 would go. And the props that you've given so far, all plus money. So you don't even need to hit half of them for you to end up ahead on the Making a little bit of money, right. Yeah, just Mm -hmm. keep getting a little bit. If you hit one out of two, that's okay. You're making some dough there because you're plus money. And, wow, I can't believe first quarter field goal. Yes, plus 170. That's great value. And one more for value, Joe. One more for value, (laughs) okay? If you believe that this is another Patriots tight Super Bowl, will the game be decided by exactly three points? Okay, by exactly three points, take yeah. a guess. What do you think a plus is? It's a plus, obviously. Plus what? Plus three fifty. Four twenty five. Again, that for a t- for ten bucks, right? For ten bucks to win forty two fifty, why not? Right? Nope. If you like what I'm spewing here, if you if you can buy into a tight field goal type game, this is great. <laughs> three points, <laughs> by far the most popular point differential in the NFL. And the next closest is seven, and it's it's distant compared so, to three. If you like that, if you buy into what we just told you, yes is plus four twenty five exactly, exactly three points. Doesn't are, matter who. Are you in on the anthem? I know every year you're in on the anthem. I, I have to be. It's almost <laughs> as unpatriotic as it would be to not stand up at your party and not tell somebody at the party if they had a hat to take their hat off. Yes, <laughs> I, I, I go back all the way to Christina Aguilera. She left out, I believe it was Christina Aguilar, she left out an entire verse, and it was still like one second under, I bet over. And I was watching the game with my dad who had broken his ankle, so I had to go over there. My mom was in Australia, so I had to go over there, bring snacks, do the whole catering, catering the party. And he's like, what are you so, I'm like online, because when you win that bet early, that's in. They credit the account, that money. So now you can make like a second half bet. Sure, you could, or you live. Could, you could reinvest or live betting, but it was a loss. And I'm like, she missed in it. I didn't bet will she forget a word because sometimes that's a bet. Will they forget a word? Now, that's a bet, too, you can make. Omit, yeah. Right. So it ended up being a no play. They ended up crediting everybody's money back. I remember that because some sites paid and others did not. Where I was at that day, it it didn't pay. It was just a no bet. But I didn't get my money back till after the game, so I couldn't reinvest. What else do you have? One more. One more for fun is... And there's two bets. I heard uh, McNeil and Parkins talking about this one. But will there be a two-point conversion successful? Successful is yes, plus 200 I have it at. That's that's pretty good. I, I think they're going to do one. I, I don't remember. I don't. I didn't write that down, though. Will there be one attempted? I think Joe Fortenbaugh might have given I've that out. I've got that, actually. You got that, actually? That's okay. even money. Even you money. Plus okay. 100. I think there's definitely Those two guys? Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So if you like that. 
again, another one for fun. Yes, a two-point conversion is converted, is plus 200. Looks good. Yeah. No MVP, huh? Well, no, I do. I do have some MVPs okay, right now. So, again, if you're buying into all this, this is all based. Zerline, 60 to 1. <laughs> and of the two, here's why, if you're going to, if you like this, you'd go Zerline. First of all, Zerline, 60. Goskowski's 50. Zerline definitely has the bigger leg. No doubt about it. So, if you think it's going to be a game deciding long ass field goal, that's your guy at 60 to 1. Now, low scoring game, if you're on the Rams, I, I think. The MVP is not going to come from the loser, but if you do like the Rams yeah. and you like a low-scoring game, Donald fifteen to one, Talib seventy-five to one. Now, where I was shopping, I did not see an Indomitian Sue bet, and I don't like Sue at like twenty to one as part of the field. Have you seen Sue? I have not seen Sue, okay. but I will add that I've seen even better numbers than that. I saw Donald at eighteen. I saw Talib at a hundred. Oh, if you can find those again, these are these are the these yeah. are your five and ten dollar. Fun bets. Take a right? shot. Take a shot. And again, these are all based on those four that we just talked about. That's based on a low-scoring game, which then gets you back to the total. This total is really high. It's really high. And the Sharps brought it down some, too. Right. It's going to jump back up. Because all the small bets will come in. Every, yep. every Listen, I hate betting unders. It's the worst It's <laughs> the worst thing in the world to bet an under. All, you noticed almost all these field goal props over, 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 over. No, who likes to bet an under? But I, I want to cash tickets. That's the idea. We got everything, right, Dustin? Everything on my sheet, yep. All right. Good luck on Sunday. Thank you, Joe. Dustin Rhodes, executive producer of the Mullane Haw Show. I told you. He breaks it down. Breaks it down. Got some strong opinions there. Good stuff. By the way, I did find an Indamakong Sioux number. When we spoke on Friday, I said I didn't see him anywhere. I see him posted at 75 to 1. My issue with Sioux, I understand the thought process. Because to beat the Patriots, you need to put pressure on Brady up the middle. Pressure coming off the edge. He's still very successful with the short passing game. His passer rating is around 111. When there's pressure up the middle, it's down in the low 60s. We've seen teams beat the Patriots doing that, pressure up the middle. And you have Aaron Donald, and you know the Patriots are going to have a game plan. And New England has a heck of an offensive line. But Sue's going to have to have a big game, I think, too. And so I understand the thought process. My issue is that I just don't think the humans that are going to have to vote on the MVP are going to write down Sue. But Sue, if you want to bet a little to win a lot, you're thinking that he could have a big game. Seventy-five to one is not an awful play at all. And he brought up to Lieb. Yeah, I see ninety to one, one hundred to one. I love that. Look at some of the numbers of this Rams defense this season when Talib was out from weeks four to twelve, compared to when he's on the field. The difference between night and day. When he is playing, this is actually a pretty good defense, and people have criticized them all season long. All right, coming up next. The third bookmaker of the show joins me. We're going to go out to the desert, check in with Dwayne Colucci. He's another character. Dwayne Colucci from the Rampart Casino. We'll talk to him live, find out where the money is going this morning for Super Bowl 53. I'm Joe Ostrowski. You've got early odds on the score. The bottom of the hour was brought to you by the Chicago Wolves. Looking to take family or friends out to a game? Try a Chicago Wolves fan. Four-pack, four tickets, four Vienna beef hot dogs, four drinks, popcorn all at one low price, and a joy-free parking this season courtesy of Kia. Visit ChicagoWolves.com for ticket information. Eli, let's go live out to Las Vegas. 
Dwayne Colucci. He's the assistant race and sports manager at the Rampart Casino. Follow him on Twitter at NYBookieDwayne, D-U-A-N-E. What's going on, Dwayne? How you doing, Joe? Good to talk to you on Super Sunday. I'm sure you feel the energy out there. Can you describe the scene over the last 24 hours? You know, Joe, it's just electric. Uh, We've had lines. I walked in this morning at about uh, quarter to six in the morning, and the line was already forming. It's just a great time to be in Las Vegas during Super Bowl weekend. Uh, You know, just the action is incredible. You know, and it it overflows into the NHL, into the NBA, into the horse racing. It's just a fabulous time to be a bookmaker at this time of the year in Las Vegas. So the big news, Better X has shown up in the (laughs) desert. Uh, According to David Purdom's reporting, $3.8 million dropping at multiple books thanks to Better X, including the South Point. Yeah, you know, it's incredible. Uh, these guys, they just, they, they come out and they, they, I really respect them because they have all their money at risk. They have their decisions set in their mind. And guys like Better X and, uh, you know, Duffel Bag Boy, we appreciate the business. We just love it here, especially at Rampart and South Point. Uh, it's fabulous to see when these guys come out. And, uh, you know, we've had the Mattress King during the World Series. Oh, yeah. And just, it's just a bunch of different you know, guys and gals that are just characters of the game, and it's fabulous to just know these people and see them come up with their money and put it all at risk. Isn't it amazing just to think how much, I mean, you've been in the game forever, but just to think how much it's changed. A year ago at this time, it was only Nevada in the game, and now we're talking about eight eight states. I was talking with Patrick Everson yesterday, and he's saying that some are projecting at next year's Super Bowl, 1920 states legalized gambling. The American Gaming Association is estimating $6 billion is wagered today, legally and illegally. Yeah, and that's definitely accurate, Joe, and Patrick is accurate as well. You know, it it just helps the handle and the volume. And, you know, when you can bet legally, it's so much more appealing than with a bookmaker, you know, because you are doing illegal activity if you're betting with a bookie, but it's never going to stop. And now that it's just, uh, you know, we are able to – spread the word and get everything out there. The the increase in the states booking the action also helps us here in Las Vegas because you start to see what we've actually been doing here forever, as you said. And, you know, the ease of being able to gamble in your own state, it it just promotes everything. And it's it's just a fabulous time at Super Bowl. And I would have to agree with Patrick that you're going to see about 20 states by the end of next year. And as they see how much money is gambled and wagered and you know what tax dollars etc could be generated for each state they realize that you know depriving the public of getting a bet down is just uh you know silly and Dwayne, i think uh, illinois is going to be one of them and that's going to be a huge state once that happens hopefully at some point this year how much do you guys need the rams at the rampart and south point Well, uh, so far, you know, we do need the Rams, but the money's starting to come in, Joe, definitely on the Rams. You know, we have those money line wagers, and, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, ticket count right now, Patriots minus the two and a half, the ticket count is two to one, but the Rams on the money line, the ticket count is two to one. And we are currently have the 10 cent line that uh, Chris puts up, which is a fabulous promotion for the Super Bowl. Just think about it a 10 cent money line. Uh, 132 minus on the Patriots, plus 122 on the Rams currently at the Rampart and South Point. So, you know, uh, we do 
need the Rams right now, but I think the late money is definitely going to come in on the Rams as more and more people commute from Los Angeles to Las Vegas here, and the hotel rooms start to fill up and the ballrooms start to fill up. We're going to see some Ram money late, definitely. Yeah, so for people that don't know what you're talking about, what's really cool about the South Point and Rampart that Dwayne's mentioning is their rule is they don't move the juice. You either move the point spread, move the line, or you don't. It's going to be minus 110. You don't mess around with this minus 120, minus 130 garbage. Never, never. And Chris makes those. Uh, that's, I feel that that's the old school way, and definitely Chris feels the same. And he just does a fabulous job. And we will not make uh, you know the Patriots minus three and you know even money and the Rams plus three minus 120. As you just said, you will always lay the 10 cent figure-ish minus 110 and we will just move the point spread at the Rampart and South Point. Okay, which MVP result would hurt the most? Well, the MVP results uh, this year have been pretty spread out, but I will say if Mr. Donald happens to win the MVP, <laughs> that's going to hurt. Aaron Donald, definitely. We've seen some nice wagers on him so far. And, you know, this guy is a game changer. And, you know, it's funny that you're talking about a defensive player that, uh, you know, has one of our highest ticket counts. But I'm looking at the ticket count right now, and he and Todd Gurley are by far the guys that would probably hurt us the most. What about prop bets? Um, Was there any action on certain prop bets that seemed to come from uh, your sharpest bettors? Yeah, Joe, the the one they jumped on was the Tom Brady passing yards. We opened that up at uh, Rampart and South Point at over under 289.5. We are now currently sitting at 301. So, you know, you're looking at a 12-yard difference there. It's been bad. They're obviously betting the over. Everybody saw Tom's uh, performance last year where he went over 500 yards. <laughs> so this is definitely one of the props that both – the wise guys and the public were able to sniff out really quick. Also, the total completions by Tom Brady, we opened that at 25 and a half, and now we are currently sitting at 27. So they're jumping on Brady, you know, because if the Patriots fall behind, he definitely will be airing the ball out. Plus, he has, you know, fabulous weapons out of the backfield. Gronkowski, Edelman, you know, uh, Hogan. He just has a great receiving core as well, and they really seem to be clicking. Also, uh, when we put up the Gurley action, <laughs> Todd Gurley, yeah. actually, uh, I believe it was late Wednesday, Thursday, uh, they're starting to bet him over as well. We opened up the rushing yards at 63 and a half. Uh, he's bet up now to 64 and a half, as well as the total rushing attempts that went from 13 and a half to 14. So we did see some significant action on Todd Gurley over. I guess uh, the perception is is that he is healthy. It's just basically McVay's coaching, uh, you know, style that switched up with the emergence of C.J. Anderson, especially against Dallas, to where Gurley just seems to be getting a few less attempts. But this game, you know, is a perfect game to switch it back up. Todd Gurley's one of the best running backs, you know, in the NFL. So I would definitely, if he's healthy, run this guy quite often. Joe Ostrowski on the score with Dwayne Colucci, the assistant race and sports manager at the Rampart Casino out in Las Vegas. And Dwayne, is there a prop bet that you have placed or that you will be placing? Oh, yeah, definitely, Joe. Uh, you know, I like that uh, possibly there will be a two-point conversion in this game. Oh, yeah, I'm you on know, it. Uh, 
Yeah, definitely. You know, it's been documented that uh, Zerline is a little banged up. He, uh, his plant foot, I guess he stepped on something in New Orleans, which affected his plant foot. So, you know, when you have a kicker that possibly if he misses, you know, an extra point early in the game, you have to make that up. And if he is a little banged up, which he didn't practice a couple of days this week as well, then you find yourself going for two, as well as if you're playing catch-up. So I think there's a big chance that there could be a two-point conversion. I did wager on that. Plus, I love to uh, bet on the guys to score the first touchdown. Yeah. I'm a big sucker for that. <laughs> I'm looking at uh, Sonny Michelle. Without a doubt, I think he's going to run rampant. Uh, we did get that down at the Rampart and South Point on Burkett and James White, both. Uh, you know, they opened James White at 12 to 1, he's down to 8, and Burkhead opened at 18 and is down to 12. So I think Burkhead also is a factor. And, uh, you know, I definitely took a couple of guys on the Rams side as well. So I like where you could get some odds, and I definitely like that two point conversion, Joe. Did they hit on Everett or Higby over by you? Uh, let me check that out. I have it right here. Uh, yeah, Everett is down a little, uh, without a doubt. They did hit on him. And uh, as I said, the most significant was Burkhead. And Chris Hogan as well is taking some action now. So, uh, yeah, Everett opened at 35, and he is at 30 now. Okay. And Higby also, Higby also did take some action. Now that I'm looking, yes, we opened Higby at 40, and now he is sitting at 20. And he does have a high ticket count. He is not the highest. Gronkowski is the highest ticket count. But uh, Higby is up there, yes. Are you, there, are you getting involved on the side, or you guys need the Rams probably, so that's enough action for you? Uh, well, you know, I did. Uh, I was uh, outspoken this week, and I did uh, go on the record as saying I do, unfortunately, like the Patriots. I think they're going to win the game by 7 to 10 points. Ah. Uh, I just think that the Rams, uh, they're going to be around for quite a while. And this is their first go-around, very young uh, head coach as well as quarterback. And I think, you know, Tom Brady really, the years are starting to catch up. So this may be one of the last chances to cash in. And I definitely have faith. And I, I love the running attack. They never really had a fabulous running attack, Joe. But now with Sony Michelle, Burkhead is now healthy. And you saw the, the last two drives against the Chiefs, Burkhead was just so physical. And when you have that combination and you add this guy and then you have James White as well, this, this is a rough attack even without Gordon. You know, I mean, they're really going to spread the ball around, and I think that the Patriots just have a few more weapons, whereas the Rams had to change their philosophy once Cooper Cup went down, and it seemed like they started to run a lot more towards the second half of the season as opposed to spreading it around uh, Cup. Brandon Cooks, etc. So I like the Patriots in this situation. I thought the winner of the Chiefs-Patriot game would win the Super Bowl, and I'm sticking with that. All right, take a vacation next week, all right? Definitely, Joe. You're the best. <laughs> I Dwayne Colucci, that's my guy, assistant race and sportsbook manager over at the Rampart Casino. You can follow him on Twitter at NYBookieDwayne. Eli's a big fan. And so am I. I love the way he gets you hyped for the Super Bowl coming up today. All right, here are a few of the bets that I'm in on. I've mentioned these throughout the show, but uh, 
We have uh, new listeners throughout the day, so I want, want to throw those out there. MVP race. I, I think Aaron Donald's a strong play. Tlaib, I'm going to take a shot at 101. I'm not saying he's going to be the MVP, but it, you know, it would make a lot of sense. He would have to do a lot there, but there's a shot there. Higher scoring half, second half and overtime for sure to me. If, if it's 120, 130, 140, I would still lay it. Teams usually fill each other out. Slow starts in the first half, and then... One of these teams are going to be desperate, and with these two offenses, they can put up anything. I mean, they can put up 60 and a half. They can. We've seen it before. Will there be a lead change? I think it's going to be a close game. I disagree with Dwayne a little bit. I don't see a 7 to 10 point game. So I think it'll be close, and I do see a lead change, and that's plus money in the second half. Two-point conversion attempt, he brought it up. Even money is a yes, and I agree. There will be at least an attempt, and if you're feeling a little dangerous, you want to go two-point conversion that actually happens? That pays 2-1 to one if you like that move. Mentioned Brandon Cooks on the under. I'm there. Hogan over receptions like that. Tom Brady over 26.5 completions. And there's some entertainment ones that I do like. Maroon 5, first song at half. If you could find the 5-1, to one, what lovers do is a nice option. Romo, here we go, over 2.5 times. That's plus money. Gladys Knight, I'm probably going to be on the under for the anthem. I might do Trump congratulate the winning team on Twitter by midnight. That's, I mean, if it's the Patriots, that is a lock, 100%. And I think he would do the same for the Rams because, you know, he wants to let everybody know that he was watching the Super Bowl just like everybody else was. All right. Nice work, Eli Hershkovich, my producer guest today. I want to thank you for coming on. You just heard from Dwayne Colucci, Dustin Rhodes, Shane Irving, the Amphat Podcast of Jay Zawoski, and Rick Camp, Black Jack Fletcher. Jason Simbo, Kelly in Vegas, and John Murray. If you missed any of the show, you're going to have time to listen. I'm going to podcast it on 670thescore.com and also my feed on iTunes, Stitcher, and whatever podcast platform you enjoy. And I will tweet them out, at Joe0670. Have fun today. Be safe today. And I'll be back Saturday, just like usual, for early odds from 8.30 to 9 a.m., Uh, Stick around for Mark Grody and Anthony Heron right here on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Uh Uh-oh, get out! Oh, no! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.